It is Yud Dalid Adarsheni. It is Purim, and we are continuing with the Mishnah Yomi in Demai in the sixth parak and the sixth Mishnah. Beit Shammai Omrim. Beit Shammai holds Lo Yimkor Adam et Zetav. A man may not sell his olives. We're talking about regular olives here, not the oil. Only to a Chaver. We discussed in the end of Moed Katan, a Chaver is someone who's trusted to be very careful about Tuma and Tahara. He's not going to contaminate these olives. Beit Hillel Omrim Aflam Aiser. Beit Hillel says you could even sell them to someone who we know is going to take Miser from them. So remember that we were concerned the Amearitz, they, they'll take their Truma Gedola, but the Miser, maybe not. But this guy, we know he's going to take Miser. So Beit Hillel would say you could go ahead and sell the olives to him. And he wasn't concerned about contamination. The Mepharshim say that these olives were dry. They hadn't gotten wet yet. So even though this man is not a chaver who's scrupulous about tuma and tahara, about ritual purity, since the olives are dry, if he touches them and he's impure, he won't contaminate them. It's not until they get wet, until they get washed off, or until the olives sit for a while and they leak out some olive oil, then they are makabal tuma, they will accept contamination. Since they're still dry, not a problem. Obviously, if they were crushed into oil, if they were started to leak their juice or they were washed off, then Beit Hillel would agree to Beit Shammai that you should not sell it to someone who's going to make it tame. Tznui Beit Hillel, the Mishnah finishes up the Tznuyim of Beit Hillel, and this doesn't mean the people who they always wore, uh, their wives wore long skirts and, you know, were very covered. It means the, the Bartner explains Vasikin, the guys who davened Vatikin, they davened Hashkamba, Medaktikin be mitzvot, Shaiba Beit Hillel. So it seems to me all of Beit Hillel was very Medaktik and mitzvot. They're all very careful, but the ones who were extra scrupulous, the Tznuei Beit Hillel, Hayu Noagim Kedivri Beit Shammai. They would follow Beit Shammai. And this is a bit of a, a bit of a quandary because you're not supposed to follow Beit Shammai. So the Mepharshim say there, there were valid reasons to do this, even though we normally do not do this. So it's a bit of a Tzorach uh, but uh, let's let's go on to Mishnah Zion. Shnayim shebatsru et karmechem letoch gat achat. Two partners, they were equal partners, and they did bitzira. Bitzira is the word for harvesting grapes. They were joint partners in their kerem, in their vineyards, and they were did bitzira together. Now it's interesting. The shivata minim, the seven special species that Eretz Israel is praised for, all of them have their own verb. Like Kitsira is for grains, and Bitsira is for the grapes, and Mesika for the olives. But there's an exception, Rabosai. Pomegranates. There is no special verb that I have found for the harvesting of pomegranates. I've looked in the Mishnah, I've looked in the Tanakh. I did not find a verb that is unique for the process of harvesting pomegranates. If somebody can find it and proof that there is a special word that means davka, harvesting rimoni and pomegranates, I will owe you a, a beer, or buy a beer, or a glass of wine, or a glass of pomegranate juice, if that's what you prefer. So that's bitsira, specifically for their grapes, for their vineyards. And they're putting it into one wine press. So they're partners in the vineyards, and they're going to go ahead and process the grapes together into their wine, and then they'll split the barrels of wine. Echad me'aser, one of these guys is careful to take meiser. He's not an amaretz, he always, he always does everything he needs. Echad she'enu meiser. And the other one, we're not so sure, he takes the meiser. So ha me'aser, the man who is careful to always take meiser, ma'aser et shaloh, he will take the meiser of his own. And of course that means he'll take the truma gedola. Then he'll take the meiser rishon. Then he'll take the trumat meiser off of the meiser rishon. And he'll take the meiser sheni. He'll do everything. 
the chelko, and for his friend's portion, the other guy's portion who might not be taking meiser, he has to take meiser wherever that portion is. The Mefarshim point out this is a bit vague, and the, the Barnur explains this Tana, this teacher of this Mishnah, holds Ein Breira. Breira was retroactive clarification, meaning whatever produce came to the hands of Ruvain, the, uh, the Chaver, the Ma'aser, we could say it was his all along, and the other portion that got to Shimon, that was Shimon's all along, if you hold Breira, if you hold that what you get now means it was always yours, retroactive clarification, if you hold Yesh Breira. However, it seems this Tana holds Ein Breira, so Ruvain's not allowed to say, listen, I got mine, and I'll take care of the tithes on mine, and Shimon, let Shimon take care of his own. I don't have to worry about that, because they're partners, and if you hold Ein Breira, then half of each grape, that each grape, it's half Ruvain's and half Shimon's. So when Ruvain gets a grape, he has to trade a half a grape with Shimon, so then it's like Shimon's giving him half a grape, and he's giving Shimon half a grape. Now, Reuven has a whole grape, but he owned Shimon's produce, and he can't give it. You can't buy or sell or trade produce until you take the Meisters of Demai. So he has to go ahead and separate the Meister Rishon and take the Trumas Meister, because that's what we're really worried about by Demai, is the Amarts weren't taking Trumas Meister. So sort of to, to trade his half a grape with Shimon's half a grape, Reuven has to be metakin that, wherever it is, because this Tana holds Ein Breira. But the Rambam, the Rambam in his parish in the Mishnayis, and the way he paskins in Hilchos Meiser, the ninth parish, 13th Halacha, and the Rambam, he says it's not a Breira issue. It's according to the Rambam, what happened was Reuven and Shimon divided. Reuven's the careful guy. He took all the Meiser. He fixed everything up. We don't know about Shimon. They divided the grapes, and then they put them back into the Gat. The Gat is the wine press. So these grapes, half of them we know they were Matuka, and they were fixed up. And the other half, we're not so sure about. So when he gets the, pro- the, the finished product, the barrel of wine, it, it's a problem because the wine mixes evenly. So technically, half this barrel was already tithed and it's good to go. But the other half, we don't know because it was Shimon's grapes that went into half to fill half this barrel. And they still need to be mitzuka and they need to be fixed up. They have to be treated as half the barrel must be treated as demai. But komakom shuhu, the Rambam would say, is referring to that half a barrel. Once you process the grapes into a liquid, they mix evenly. And whatever Ruvain gets, he has to fix up half of it like Demai because it's coming from Shimon. So Baruch Hashem, we've discussed about wine. We've discussed about wine on Purim itself. And we know Nichnas Yayin Yatsa Sod. So it's a big zuchut to learn in the Mishnah about wine on Purim. Chag Purim Sameach, Afrelech Purim.